0: Today's message title is called Keep Moving. Keep moving, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. moving. Amen. It's a blessing to keep moving with God. Amen. So in this moment, we're being sanctified. In other words, it's His work over our lives, not our work towards Him. He's working on our behalf. Would you let Him work on your behalf? Because He wants to. Beautiful thing about this story is it gets better. Everyone say, it gets better. This part of the story is the future. No one knows it, but God does. And He's already pronounced the blessing of the future as glorification. So salvation starts over here with our past. Salvation continues with our present. And salvation continues into the future. And we are glorified. What does glorification mean? That's a big Bible word again, isn't it? What does it mean? Does it mean I get a better nose? Yes. It means your body is renewed. Everything, a new heavens, a new earth, a new body. You don't like your body? You get a better one. I didn't say bigger, I just said better. (laughs) All right, trying to help someone, but never mind. The point I'm making is, is that you've got it and you're getting it you've got it and you're getting it and we live in between so you've got it everyone say got it and you're getting it everyone say getting it that's salvation that's salvation so enjoy your salvation enjoy your relationship with Jesus don't go for legalism and don't play the game and dance around with liberalism. Stay with Jesus, walk with Jesus, talk with Jesus, dance with Jesus, talk with Jesus. He's your safe place. I've done a lot of help right now for all of you in that 15 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever I've done. Seriously, that's the full scope of salvation. You've got it, you're getting it, amen? It's like getting an Amazon package. You've got it, but it didn't go to you, it went to a neighbor. And you knock on the neighbor's door and they're not home. And you go back the next day and you knock on their door and they're not home. A week later, you've got it, but it's at the neighbor's house. How frustration is that? Or it's even worse. It went to the spitty, the local spitty. Spitty. Spetty. How frustrating is that? And then you have gotta go there with your passport, your visa, your bank statement, your mother's statement, your birth certificate and every piece of legal document just to get a plastic blow up swimming pool. You've got it, you're getting it. You've got it, you're getting it. Come on, you've got it, you're getting it. That's salvation. Enjoy what Jesus has done for you. So today, moving towards the salvation that He has got for you. And I'm only gonna read one verse, I've got a whole lot more, but because of time, I wanna just leave you with one. And then if you wanna download the notes, you can do that. But Luke chapter 9, verse 51 to 52. It was coming to the time for Jesus to be taken up into heaven. He set His face towards Jerusalem and was determined that nothing would stop him from going. He sent his followers ahead of him. They came to a town in Samaria. They got things ready for him. This is a, a really important part of the Luke's Gospel because this is where we find out that Jesus is going from Galilee, humble beginnings, and He is moving towards Jerusalem, His ultimate story, ultimate purpose of His life. Jerusalem was a physical place but it was the place that he was gonna be crucified. So he is moving towards his future, knowing his future is to lay his life down for all of humanity. So his God-given purpose was ahead of him. And this is what it says. There was a time coming where he would be taken up to heaven. So there's a thing we first of all I need to understand: timing. Jesus knew his timing. He had time allocated to his purpose on life. You and I have been given time. You spend time. You shouldn't waste time. But often we do. we like, oh, I wasted my 20s. Maybe we did. Maybe we wasted our 30s. Maybe we wasted our teenage years. Maybe we wasted some years. Maybe we wasted moments. Maybe we just wasted too much. But you've got to remember who you're dealing with. He is the God of all things. He can take whatever it is that we consider waste. And He says, give that waste to me. Give that time to me. Give me whatever it is that you feel like you didn't do well with and watch what I do with wasted time. I redeem time, I buy back time. I can change this and I can do this. That's what God can do with our lives. So don't beat yourself up and go, oh my 20s, why didn't I get married? Or why didn't I do this? Or why didn't I do that? Time is to be spent, yes. It's a gift. It's a blessing. But Jesus used His time because He had purpose. You know, when you've got a God sense of purpose over your life, you are more likely to use your time better because you know you have a purpose. See, if you have a purpose on earth, you're not gonna waste your time on the wrong things. Going on holiday is not time wasting, it's needed. Taking time to be refreshed is not wasting time. Sometimes the reality is it's needed, but let's understand we created vacation and holiday and relaxed time because of the way we conduct our lives in the modern world. It's a privilege, not a right. But we have to understand that if you have a God-given purpose like Jesus, you're gonna spend time a lot better than people who don't have a God's sense of purpose. The thing about God's sense of purpose is He set His face towards Jerusalem. He set His face towards, your feet will always follow your face. Wherever you're looking, your feet will follow. So you gotta be careful what you're looking at. What are you looking towards? Are you looking to the future or are you looking at the past? Or are you looking at your knees? Or are you looking at your feet? Are you looking at something you shouldn't be looking at? Because the thing is you end up dwelling in what you're dwelling on. So be wise what you stare upon, amen? Because he had purpose, he had convictions. You see, he set his face towards Jerusalem. What's Jerusalem? The God-given purpose for his life. You have a God-given purpose for your life. Maybe you still don't know what it is, it's Jesus, and then what he can do in you and through you. But the point I'm making is, is that his purpose, helped define his convictions. So if you're struggling with some convictions in life that move you towards the things of God, maybe you just gotta look at the purpose of your life. Sometimes you gotta remember, convictions are a fruit of your purpose. You don't have to strive for your convictions, they're a fruit of having a God-given purpose. But the thing is that he sent them on to get ready for the communion table. This is where he takes communion before he goes into the ultimate purpose of his life. He takes communion. Take communion before you go for a job interview. Take communion before you go for a new job. Take communion before you say yes to someone on a date. Coffee, lunch, long day, short day. I don't know how long dates are today. I remember one couple just got married recently and I remember hearing their story and they said, he said, do you wanna go out? And I said, yes, and uh, not me, but the person. And, 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 and let, let's say with me, so I love this because the person who was asking was thinking of all day. And the person who said yes was thinking just a half an hour coffee. Half an hour coffee turned into a whole day. <laughs> Communication in all relationships, it's such a challenge. Point I'm making is convictions, convictions, convictions will lead to action, action, action. If there's no action, is it possible there's no conviction? What leads you to action is conviction. And what leads you to conviction is purpose. And I pray you understand this today because God wants us to all keep moving. And what's gonna keep you moving is a God sense of purpose because you understand timing is not to be wasted. Don't throw away your life. Commit your life to something noble, something honourable, something that's godly, something that's eternal, something that you can say, God, that's what I gave my life to I am 54 years of age, half a century. I'm officially old. Ish. If I was playing cricket, I'd be doing pretty good. But the point I'm making is, if I go today, what does go mean? Disappear, go to be with Jesus. Joyce would cry, the kids would be upset, but they would get everything. My iPhone, you can have it, babe. (laughs) Isaac gets the dogs, you get the phone. But listen, listen to what I'm trying to say, okay, is I know there's more ahead for me. I know there's more ahead for you. You know that. But if I went right now, I can honestly say I give, I've done my best in everything I've done. I gave my best to everything that has presented to me. Since I've become a follower of Christ, I have done my absolute best. I've given my 100% to everything that I'm a part of. I've done my best as a husband. I've done my best as a father. I've done my best as a pastor. I've done my best as a friend towards those I call friends. I, I, I honestly stand there and I ask myself, have I done my best? And I go, yes, I know I have but I know there's more. And I think it's good for us sometimes to have this thought, at least consider, where are you right now? Have you done your best? Have you given yourself to what you believe in? Have you committed your ways to the Lord? Have you committed your ways to the eternal work of heaven? And and, and these are things that we do need to come to terms with because we can misuse our lives. We can throw our lives in the wrong direction. We can spend it too much on. I'm not saying you can't have fun. I have lots of fun serving Jesus. It's not about all serving Jesus and then having fun. No, no, you can have fun serving Jesus. But i tell you what lifts my heart, it's not just what I do for myself, it's what I do for others, amen? But Jesus committed Himself to the Father's purposes. And because of that sense of purpose, he had convictions. And the convictions is what led him to action. And we are all grateful today that Jesus did not give away because when He went to Jerusalem, He was facing pain. When He went to the future, He was facing hardship, rejection, misunderstandings. Are you able today to sit here and say yes to the future knowing that there may be rejection ahead? There may be challenges ahead. There may be some obstacles ahead. There may be some giants ahead. The thing is, it's not that we're trying to overwhelm each other with bad news. It's the reality is if you're going to stay alive on planet Earth and you're going to go for God, you're going to face challenges. But you got to solve it in this moment right now. You know what? No matter what happens, no matter what comes my way, I am serving Jesus. I will keep this towards the Lord of Lord in the heavens. You know what I mean? Like, in other words, no one's gonna slow me down. No one's gonna stop me in Jesus' Name. If He's got me, He's got me all the way. Yeah. And, and you can because Jesus did. Because He's done it, we can. And I know we all go, well, I'm just not so strong all the time. We know, not all of us are strong all the time, but we get our strength from Him. That's why Communion, strengthens you how many times have you been for food just mentioned food and now everyone's hungry in about an hour from now we will be feasting but listen to me what happens when you eat food you've received strength some of us we eat food and we go to sleep like the Spanish people do but the point I'm making is it's strength for the mission receive from him for the mission that He's called you to. But my prayer today from this message is keep moving. Keep moving with God. Keep moving towards the things of God. Keep moving with the church. Keep moving with the things of God. Keep moving with the Spirit. Keep moving in harmony with each other. Keep moving towards unity. Keep moving towards the blessing. Keep moving towards the promise. You have it. You're getting it. You have it. You're getting it. You have it. It's on its way in Jesus' Name. It's called the full scope of salvation, amen? Move from being just Saviour to He's now Lord. Saviour, He does all the hard work, you get all the benefits. Lordship is put me to work, Lord. Put me to work, Lord. That's what changes cities. That's what changes the atmosphere. That's what changes nations. That's what helps us to be salt and light in a broken world. That's what helps us to be a bright shining light on a hill is when we move from Saviour to Lord. Acknowledge what He's done for you. Keep moving. A fixed mindset or a growth mindset. What's a fixed mindset? Nothing ventured, nothing lost. Nothing ventured, nothing lost. That's a terrible mindset. It's not just fixed, it's a lie. Because if you don't do anything, you tell yourself, I won't lose anything. If you never step out, I'm gonna be okay. No, that's a lie. If you never step out, you'll never know. You'll never know what's on the other side. You'll never know what's on the other side of the door. You'll never know if you don't ask. You'll never know if you don't knock. You'll never know if you don't try anything. So it's a lie to say nothing ventured, nothing lost. No, there is a consequence when you tell yourself, if I don't try anything, I won't lose anything. No, you lose a lot. The life of faith with Christ is not don't try anything. The life of faith with Christ is go for it. You have a green light and just pay attention when it turns red. Amen? What's a growth mindset? Nothing ventured. Nothing gained, what's the growth mindset? Nothing ventured, nothing gained. Which life do you wanna live? Shrinking back, holding on, fearful, scared, what happens if I fail? Hey, you will fail, but don't turn a failure into an identity, you're not a failure, you're a child of God, you're awesome, you're amazing, you're gifted, you're blessed, you're loved, you're the apple of His eye. You're the master of all that He's done. You're a masterpiece. <laughs> How can you walk out of church like, oh. it's just just pump, pump, pump? No, it's not pump, pump, pump. It's truth, truth, truth. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. You're bigger than that. You're better than that. And He has worked hard to bring you in. Now you're in, stay in, but enjoy your salvation but step out of the boat. We only know about Peter because he's the one that got out of the boat. Yeah, but he sank, but he got out of the boat. (laughs) I'd rather be known as a sinker because I tried something, not a stinker, a sinker. And guess what? He didn't sink anyway because Jesus picked him back up and put him in the boat. Start a community group. Start a dinner party. Pray for someone to be filled with the Spirit. Why don't you ask your friend if they wanna know Jesus? Why don't you write a song? Why don't you start a new business? Why don't you do something? Bring something that's gonna help the world. Create a new medicine. Create a new company. Create a new narrative. God's people are the best people. And you, I, all of us can move with the Spirit Move with the wisdom of heaven. Move with the fragrance of God. Keep moving in Jesus' name.